0: CliffCentral.com
1: Welcome to The Good Stuff. If it's your first time ever listening, this is Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brent Linderkew, the good things guy. Mayday is an emergency procedure word used as a distress signal, but it's also a public holiday in South Africa which happened yesterday. (laughs) That's my joke of the day. Um, I hope you had an amazing one. I hope you had a good long weekend. I feel like there was too much weekend in the long. Um, this, this month has been like 17 weekends with 140 public holidays and it just feels like it was never ending. So it's good to be back, uh, in studio. It's good to do, to be back here bringing you guys the good stuff. Um, I hope you had an amazing holiday. I know the president didn't. He got booed off stage, but we're not going to talk about that at all. Instead, I'm here to remind you that there's still so many good things happening in the world and in South Africa. So inspired, so proudly South African, so much of good news. The show is still proudly brought to you by Play Your Part, an initiative by Brand South Africa. So Kerry and I today get to chat to Dominique Little and Rosette Buerta. Incredible South Africans doing really good things. Plus, we'll bring you the top five good news stories and try unpack the good stuff around the current state of the nation. Listen up and get inspired. If you guys want to get involved with the conversation, it's pretty damn easy. You can tweet us at cliffcentral.com uh, or myself, Brendan DeGue, or Kerry Stane. She's not saying anything because I haven't turned her microphone on. Not because I don't want to, but because I actually don't know how. And this new desk is so confusing. Just joking. I'm joking. The producers are all freaking out now. They're in the windows going, what? How do you not know the desk? Actually, we don't want Kerry to talk today, so I'm not going to put her microphone on. You can also send us a message via our official WeChat account or give us a call on 0861 or they can WhatsApp uh, WhatsApp message us, okay.
2: Yes, I can. What's the number? 79
1: I always, I'm trying to trick Kerry. So when I come into the studio, I remove the numbers off the walls, but there always seems to be one left over that she N- finds. Uh-uh. That she knows. That she knows. I Kerry, know. hi, how's it been, man? Good. I and haven't it's... seen you in a little bit.
2: Yeah, I wonder why.
1: What's been happening?
2: Goodness gracious, you're quite right about that long weekend. It felt like forever.
1: It's been, uh, it's been a lot of holiday.
2: I'm All not gonna, of them over the last month even, not uh, just the last weekend. I'm
1: not gonna complain because I've always said that it would be better to have longer weekends and shorter weeks. Yes. But I think there's a there's a balance that we need to find. Definitely. So like at the moment we have two day weekends and five day weeks. Mm-hmm. I think we need three, four. I agree. Like a three day weekend yes. and a four day week work week. Exactly. That would work for me. Yeah. That would work for me. Um what's been happening, man? I I started vlogging.
2: I think they're amazing. I'm loving them.
1: So we've been speaking about this for a while. I've been saying since I got back from India that I'm going to do it. Yes. Um, I've put out two vlogs already in the YouTube sphere mm. on, on the YouTube. I know. On the YouTube. On, on the tube of the you. Um, and it's, you know what? It's quite crazy because it's, it makes you feel quite vulnerable.
2: Yeah, I take my hat
1: off to you. No, man. It's, I I run around everywhere with a stupid GoPro. It's not stupid. It's actually my new toy. I run around with this GoPro attached to my hand.
2: (laughs) It's like a little (laughs) robot. It kind of does its own thing. Does its
1: own thing. And I record as much as possible. I'm actually recording us at the moment because we're doing a whole backstage session at Cliff Central, which is going to be out this week, Friday. And, um, yeah, man, then I have to edit everything. So I got to piece it all together, Mm. which is quite, it's quite difficult because it's something that I was never taught. No. It's like a just, self-taught thing. You've
2: just kind of uh, picked it up and run with it.
1: And then you've got to upload it. Yes. Um, and it is just... It, it makes me feel very vulnerable to, to go, cool, now I've, I've put myself on camera and now I'm putting myself out there. But the reception has been really positive. It's so. been
2: huge. And a lot of people were asking if you have a team behind you that's editing your videos. And I'm like... Even the first one that you put up, what during the um the marches and stuff? Yeah, I was like, what? How did you do that? Did you have a whole team on standby waiting for you? Like, no, no, it's
1: it's just me, and I'm just doing my vlogging no, thing. No, it's and, amazing, and I'm excited. This week we're going to give you a little bit of a backstage look at what we do at Cliff Central, and um and how we play around in studio, and and that's exciting, man.
2: But like I said to you as well, you've now set a standard, and it's really high. You gotta keep up with that.
1: No, no, no. I, I know it will. Like the backstage one of Cliff Central is gonna be cool, cause it's gonna show you things that yeah. you might not see normally. And then the next one, which comes out next week, Friday, mm-hmm. is gonna be me. You. Live in Turkey.
2: Oh, I'm so excited.
1: Not like a cluck, cluck, turkey, like turkey. No,
2: like turkey, turkey for real turkey. Country turkey.
1: Country turkey. I'm going to, I'm leaving tomorrow, actually. <laughs> I'm leaving tomorrow and I'm going to... Jet setter! Where am I going? I'm going to, um, I can't say, I've got a problem. Why? I can't, I can't pronounce things. Oh dear. So I think it's Cappadocio. Wow. Cappadocio. Okay. Cappuccino. I'm just going to <laughs> Cappadoca- <laughs> Cappadocio. Cappadocia. I'm going to Cappadocchino. Okay. Um, I'll will
2: ju- just go with I'm nodding my head.
1: It's the land of a thousand air balloons. Every Aww. morning, every morning at five a.m., a thousand air balloons, hot air balloons, take off. So I'm going to be doing um, a hot air balloon ride in Cappadocia. That Chukakino. is so exciting. Uh, also, I've got vertigo, so that's going to be fun. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> really? I'm super scared of heights. It's going to be um, very interesting, to say the mm. least. Uh, and then I'm going to Istanbul. Facing,
2: facing your fears.
1: Um, kind of. Then I'm going to Istanbul, two places that I've never been to, and I'm super, super amped to go and see it and report back on it and bring you a vlog live from Yay, Turkey. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I think I'm going to go find some Turkish delights as well.
2: Turkish delights. We're living our lives through bent.
1: Isn't that where they I come know. from? Tur- yes, like Turkish, Turkish delights, delights. would come from Turkey.
2: I would imagine so.
1: Well, I'll find the answer to that. Okay. I will find the answer to that. We're
2: going in the, we're going in search of where Turkish Light comes from.
1: We could only try. <laughs> uh, and then yesterday, what did we do, K?
2: Happy birthday to you. Well, Not us. me. No. To Cliff us. Central. It's Cliff Central's third birthday.
1: It is Cliff Central's third birthday. We are three years old. We yes. were saying yesterday we're out of the terrible twos now.
2: Yep, we're into Out of the, the terrible
1: threes. twos, into the threes, and we are, I mean, we've only just begun. No, well, this is only just begun. Beep, beep,
2: beep, 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 beep. Um, We have. We have only just begun. And uh, onwards and upwards and strength to strength.
1: That's what they say and that's what yes. we're planning. We had a huge birthday bash here at the studio. Everybody, and there's still cake. There's still cake. <laughs> we were eating the cake this morning. For breakfast. Because we're not fatties. We don't no. care. And um, yeah, man, we, we had a really cool birthday. It was super, super cool to have everybody around. There was Our birthday family. cake. We sang, um, and of course, cause we're adults, we also had champagne. Yes. Which was awesome.
2: Sia, Sia was the, the controller of the champagne.
1: Sia was feeding everybody <laughs> champagne. He thought it was like shooters. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's just, it's so cool to be a part of something so amazing. Uh, I joined Cliff Central three weeks after the station had started. Yes. And, um, you know, looking back, it's just, it's, it's been such an incredible ride. You're a um,
2: founding member.
1: That's what they called us. Like yes. Gareth, Gareth was, gave a big speech yesterday and he was talking about, um, founding members and yes. all sorts of things. And, um, yeah, we, it, it's been an interesting ride and I've learned so much along the way. Uh, I'd never been in radio before. I'd never had the opportunity to sit behind a microphone and Cliff Central gave me that opportunity. Mm. And, um, and Rena believes, she still believes in us yes. and, uh, she's still here. Making us be better every day. She's um, I mean, Kerry, you, so if we, if we have to take it back yes. and we get a little bit, uh, sentimental and mm. emotional just for mm. a second, but Kerry came here to Cliff Central as part of a, uh, as part of an interview. I interviewed you.
2: Yes, twice.
1: Because you were doing a whole bunch of charity stuff. Mm. Um, you still do. <laughs> yeah. that, that hasn't changed, but uh, I mean, predominantly that's why you were here. Yes. And, you and i clicked yep there was there was (laughs) something between us ah and we clicked Not like that well it can't be like that (laughs) um something clicked and and you and i just got along really really well and uh and i put out the call i was like you know what
2: and i still like i still can't believe that either
1: i was because i (laughs) i for the first year or how long have you been here for
2: uh, almost. This will be my second year.
1: Okay, so for the first year, I was doing um, I was doing like every week was a different co-host. Yeah. So we had Brandon Oret, we had Jason Greer, we had Mark Pilgrim, we had uh, all these legends. A few. We everybody. So every week it was different, and we had a different co-host. Yeah. And then I was like, actually, I feel like a gypsy. <laughs> I need, I need someone to be by my side and just some stability. And uh, I put the word out on social media and you were one of the first people to respond.
2: Yeah. After a few hours, I was like, why is nobody, it's, it's meant to be.
1: It's meant to be. And (laughs) Kerry came in. Um, I interviewed her. I, I put her through the tests. I made her do mic tests, one, two, one, two, made her sing. Uh, put her in the sound booth. Made her click her tongue. Yeah. Um, we we did all these things to sort of make sure that she was fit for the job. Um, and had then, to
2: do handstands as well.
1: She had to do handstands. Headstands. And then we put her on air, and I was so flipping embarrassed. I was like, "What have I done?" I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Me too.
2: And, and then Rena also. She was like, "Kerry." like brent what are you doing no man i'm just kidding it
1: wasn't like that at all we all love kerry and it's been such an incredible ride and i I don't want to hop on about it anymore but thank you cliff central for giving us this opportunity to bring you the good news um we are going to dive into a story that is in our top five every week we bring you Mm -hmm. the top five good news stories but okay you know what we'll do
2: yes
1: for the top five we'll give the update
2: Okay. Because
1: you put, so Kerry chooses the top five good news stories every week. And this story was one that was trending over the weekend. And it's quite, um, you know, it's, it's honest and it's real and it's something that is quite upsetting actually. So this company down in Cape Town. Mm. It's a Capetonian business. They put out a call online to get uh, a cleaner to come in and clean their, their salon. salon or whatever business they owned. And they put it up online because that's where everybody lives. And they, they mm-hmm. put it out there and they were inundated with um, with people applying for the job to be a cleaner of their, their salon. And and one of the CVs stood out above all the rest. And the reason for that was the the, the applicant had studied law at Wits. Not only had she studied law, but she'd completed her studies (laughs) cum laude Mm. and, and was awarded the Dean's Merit Prize for one of her subjects. I need you to just look at that. She's got a degree, she could be a lawyer, and she was applying for a job as a cleaner. And this got... Um, the company owner Jean Pinard, thinking like what the hell's going on here yeah. so she phoned Witz because she thought she maybe she's lying or something and Witz verified that those were her marks that she had completed her studies last year mm. but um, she wasn't lawfully uh, a lawyer yet because she owed 53,000 rand in student fees yeah so she couldn't she couldn't actually practice or even go do her articles or anything so they came up with this plan as a company. <laughs> they were like, we can't let this girl give up on her dreams. We need to help her. We need to help her get to where she needs to be. So they um, they put all these hidden cameras up all over their offices. And and they called, um, her name's Nisia. They called mm-hmm. her in for the interview. Yes. I'm, uh, you and can't see me, comments. but I'm air quoting an interview. They called her in and they sat her down and they started speaking to her about like what she wants to do and where she wants to go and she opened up about the fact that she wanted uh, to be a lawyer but she couldn't um she couldn't afford the student fees so she's going to do whatever it takes to work as hard as she can to raise 53000 rand so that she can pay off her student fees Mm. during that talk, she opened up and she spoke about the fact that during university, she was sleeping in the library because she couldn't afford accommodation, studying law, Hey, and past cum laude. Mm. She was sleeping in the library. She was cleaning herself up with wet wipes in the toilets inside Mm. the university to make herself respectable for class. Yeah. I actually got a lump in my throat. I know me as well.
2: I'm trying not to cry.
1: And she, she really opened up and, um, And then at at some point during the interview, uh Jean said to her, Well, I've got really bad news. We can't hire you. Mm. The position is not yours. And you could actually she's she was devastated. Yeah. Because, you know, what what else can life throw at this girl?
2: And especially a job like that. With her qualifications.
1: And that's when Jean said, um, what we're going to do is actually we're going to call on all our corporates and our social media followers and anybody that can actually listen or wants to listen. And, mm-hmm. and we're going to ask them for donations and we're going to match whatever they have put in to pay off your student fees.
2: <laughs> that is huge.
1: And then there was a lot of tears. And she was very thankful. And she just kept on saying, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Within 24 hours, they'd already raised 15,000 rand, mm. which uh, like their little video had been seen a couple of times. I picked up on the story. Um, we posted the story on Good Things Guy yes. and we're going to bring you an update later on in the show because it's really effing good news. Oh, I'm not I'm allowed to f- swear anymore. Oh, you
2: not? But you didn't really.
1: No, that's why I said effing now. Okay. My mom said I'm not allowed to swear anymore. Uh, it's disgusting. And so I'm not swearing anymore. Thanks, that was com- Mom. That was completely off the mark, but it's just because I said Thanks, effing. Mom. So it's a really effing good story, and we're gonna bring you the updates later on in the show. Um of <laughs> all sorts of good things happening. I
2: was like, did the rules change? What are you talking about? Our rules, Cliff Central rules. I'm like, did I not get the update?
1: I no man get the memo. No man, you can you can say whatever you want. <laughs> no, I as don't As long really as you swear. As long as you're not afraid of um my mother.
2: No, 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 I don't swear it's fine. Who
1: is listening? She's going to text me now Going Don't say that either uh, <laughs> This is the good stuff On Cliff Central um, This is the good stuff On Cliff Central And I'm still trying To work out the desk So if there's Things that are happening And you hear funny sounds And you it's my don't fault Well it's Kerry's fault We can yes, blame her fault. Because Always that's why fault. she's here yes. uh, She's our scapegoat. <laughs> Um, in studio, we've got someone who, who, you know, I'll start this off by going, the universe always puts people in the right place at the right time to connect, always. I believe in the universe through and through. Um, I, 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 say if you do what is good and what is right, it always comes back to you. And the universe is always giving me good stuff, always giving me good stuff. Uh, I got an email last week from Gareth, uh, Gareth Cliff, who's also my boss. So I can't talk nasty about him, but I got a, I got an email from him saying, listen, Just had dinner with um, Dominique, and she's amazing, and what she's doing is incredible, and um, I think she should be on your show. So I popped her an email. I was like, hi, I heard you're doing some cool stuff. I'm not sure what it is or what you do, but I've heard it's quite cool, and I'd love to find out a little bit more about it. And that was like last week. So we've got Dominique Little in studio. Um, She's created something called This is Fiction a web series that explores life through the eyes of millennial subcultures and stereotypes in Johannesburg. It sounds very interesting.
3: It is definitely unconventional, uh, very raw, very real, and not something... I, I want to say I've never seen something like this, because I haven't. Uh, but I guess the viewer will have to decide on that.
1: Okay, so, I mean, that, that was a very long description. What is it? What are you doing?
3: So, I basically... Uh, got hutful about three years ago with the content that was coming out of South Africa. Um, everything was either super depressive or if it was something more arty, it was more just about creators or mm. musicians. Mm. Um, and I was like, no, we, we have no content. We have nothing that we can watch. Everything we're watching is, is from America or the UK. And that is bullshit because look at the fantastic people in our country. Um, and I actually met this guy who's a gangster who ended up becoming a really good friend of mine and I was like wow I'm learning so much about you and through being a photographer I was meeting so many people of difference who were breaking the stereotypes I had about them and I just thought like no man we South Africa as young people we need to know who our neighbors are and we need to know who we are in that and let's create a really entertaining well-shot show about it that is raw and authentic and isn't scripted but isn't pure documentary.
1: And that's, I mean, that's the essence of it, is that there's so many stories that South Africans have to tell, and there isn't people really telling them.
3: And if they are, it's very cliche. Like, I don't want to, I'm not hating on any of the creators out there because people are on their own hustle and they're doing a phenomenal job. It's just, I think that we get caught in fitting into a box of how everyone's doing it and people follow a formula. And as a result, it strips the story of the story and just gives you generic gray stuff.
1: Stuff, stuff. Yeah. Background noise. Yeah, oh, exactly. Background noise. If you could pull out one of the stories that have inspired you or something that that has sort of – when you look back and you go, I actually can't believe that we captured all of that and put it into a, a story. What, what What sort of thing has inspired you where you've met someone?
3: I think what was really interesting was that this show was supposed to be a four-minute pitch and it turned into a 24-part web series because the content was so phenomenal that in every person that we were – I mean I every person that we filmed I built relationship with to really I didn't want to just go in and you know classic oh white girl let's go into the hood and like tell a story <laughs> that isn't ours. I just really didn't want to do that. So I built really beautiful relationships with people to find out their stories. And mm. the most phenomenal thing that has come out of the show is how similar we all are, how different we are, but how we all go through the same things. We all have different opinions but still very similar experiences about the same things. And it's really, even when I watch the show and like, I'm so used to the content, it's just phenomenal to see how there is such unity and difference.
1: I think that's an important message, especially where South Africa is right now. There's a whole bunch of things going on politically mm. and with the economy. And mm. uh, I mean, I would say 2016, I was going to say 26, 2016 was almost like the year of racism in South Africa where yeah. it was so, it was everywhere and whether yeah. it was propaganda or bell pottinger or whatever was going on, yeah. it was prevalent and it was in our faces. And, and you're talking about being unified and how we are, are so the similar even in our differences mm-hmm. and i think that's an important message for people to remember when 2017 started i almost felt like south africa was at a new wave where we were all just seeing things in different eyes
3: we were unified
1: but that's that's i mean it's a beautiful thing that you but just I said
3: but i don't know because i don't we're not look we're, we're not i think to say that we're unified is definitely not as yeah we're definitely not and we're not where we need to be and i think there's a huge misconception that people think Oh, okay. Accepting of difference means let's all be best mates now. No, and are no. So ma- there are so there so many different cultures in this in this country that are so different that it's impossible for us to all be best friends. But, but we're more now than we were before. No, if one, you look at everything that's
2: happened through the, I mean, course of the year already, I'd, more than we were.
3: I don't know. I think that there are such we've still got a long way to go. There are such divides yeah. in race and in culture and if you can do something to bring people into mm. more of an understanding of the differences and appreciation of the differences instead of just seeing them calling them out and shying away from it yeah. if you can break down the fear and just live in that really messy uncomfortable space that we have in this country which is so beautiful at the same time mm. then you've got something really special
1: you can hear by the craft of your words that you're a proper storyteller exactly. like I can hear it just in the way that you're it's explaining it, and it is beautiful no, It's beautiful. I, as you were speaking now it reminds me so i mean i'm harping on about just coming back from india you hear people and that's cliche when they go overseas and it really changed their lives because it's eat pray love and all that shit sorry mom (laughs) um the the reality is i went to bangladesh two years ago and i was there for six weeks and i hated it, it to my core it was something inside of me that i couldn't I couldn't focus on and I, I couldn't come back and tell you what was wrong because everything was wrong. It was, it was, and, and when people ask me, how was your Bangladesh trip? My answer was, it was the worst six weeks of my life. I'll never get it back. Like mm-hmm. that's the way I felt when I got the opportunity to go over to India. I, for whatever reason, maybe it's geographical. Um, but I had this misconception that it was the same as Bangladesh. And in many ways it was. And, the, and the, I'm bringing this back to subcultures and how we all see differences in, in that messy, uncomfortable space. What I did is on the flight over to India, I made a conscious decision to be. To be present, to be in the moment, to immerse myself in another culture that I had no understanding of whatsoever. And to take every little piece of who I was when I went to Bangladesh and throw it away. And I, I literally... Literally such a horrible word because we, we misuse it. But I literally, I changed. And I, I learned so much about a new culture. And I had this this moment where, where I was there for three weeks, but it was a moment where I realized that there's so much more than just me and my privileged white little mm-hmm. South African self. And I met people who were um, so... In stories so incredibly uh, aware of the rest of the world and have degrees and have travelled and yet they come home and they eat with their hand and drink tea out of palm leaves like it's so crazy to see different cultures and I think one of the biggest divides in South Africa is that we choose to ignore each mm-hmm. other's cultures and we're not learning about each other we're not understanding each other and what your series is doing is educating with mm-hmm. stories And that is important for us to be aware of each other, because that's the only way that we can become unified.
3: Yeah, it was really interesting. When we launched the show, we did it as a global hangout. So we got people in about 30 cities across the world to host hangouts around the first four episodes. And the conversation that was started around that and the feedback that came back, and a lot of people were quite shocked at, especially kind of older generation of these are This is what the youth is, you know. And I'm not going to lie, shooting and editing the show, I've gone through parts of being like, I'm I'm shocked at the culture, the nonverbal commentary, Mm. the things that we, you know, the technology, the drugs, the drinking, that's so a part of every day. Acceptable. Yeah, exactly. But what was really, I got into very robust conversations around people going, I can't believe this is the youth and this is what... And I was sitting there going, I can't believe that you don't know that this is the country we live in. Exactly. That you don't know these are the people next to you in the bank queue and that your kids are socializing with at school and that are your children. Like I find-
2: And that you don't care really.
3: It's like the people we're most offended by are the people we're most like. And it's just, it's, it's, it's really fascinating to see exactly what you've been talking about, about how our perception of self is so warped and our environment and what's around yeah, us. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. The
1: the the end of that whole Bangladesh India story is I cannot wait to go back to Bangladesh. I've got new Please. eyes and I've got Please. a new I've got a new perspective of self. And you have and changed. Oh, come on now.
2: No, you really have.
1: You come on
2: now. No, 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 no,
1: no. no. Um, but it is. So I'm excited. It's, um, it, it's learning about other cultures and the story is actually not about me. How, um, how do we watch your web series? It's on the web because it's called the web series, but how do we get hold of it?
3: So it's on our website, which is playthisisfiction.com and our Facebook page is, this is fiction and episodes drop on a Tuesday and a Thursday. And if you just follow that, you. We'll see an episode.
1: Amazing. We're going to that's put that incredible. up online. Um, what I'm going to do, if one of my writers are listening, and I hope they are, uh, we need to write an article about this and put it on Good Things Guide, because I think what you're doing is absolutely phenomenal, mm. and and we want to push you out there as much as we can. Awesome. More awareness, more unified. Thank you more, so much. Yeah, um, very cool to have you on the show. This is The Good Stuff on Cliff Central, and I am still figuring out this desk, so don't judge if I don't know what's going on. See? Man, oh man, I love, um I love what I do and I love my team. Uh, I've just, is Dominique still here? Yeah, she's there. I just got a message from Tyler, who's, who's one of my, my, my writers, uh, in the office and she said, on it, this is fiction story coming up. So it'll be online in that's a little awesome. bit. Cause that's how we roll. We make stuff happen, don't we? Katie? Yes. You don't sound as excited as I am. Can you hear me even? I can hear you. Okay, good. Are your headphones not working? Yeah,
2: I know. I was just fiddling there. Fiddle, 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 fiddle. All
1: right. So uh, every week we get to meet inspirational people. We just have. Dominique Little is incredible. We have someone else who's in studio, Rosette Buerta. She went hiking... In the Ta- Tanqua National Park, I think it's called.
0: Um, not in the park, just next to the park, but the hike's called Tanqua Camino. Okay. Uh, it's an endurance trail.
1: An endurance trail. Um, yes. And, and Rosette, you're here because, um, you're actually, do you, Kerry, do you remember, um, I think it's called Queen Butterfly. Yes. That she was in studio I with remember. us and she was like divine, like divine. Yes. We're gonna, we're gonna link, uh, that podcast to this show as well so that you can pick up on that because it's an amazing organization. And Rosette, you went and, and did this hike for her.
0: Yes, I uh, decided when I decided um, to do this hike, which was, it's a personal thing for me, I do hiking and I love the nature. Um, I decided that I wanted to do something special and, um, I got together with Queen Butterfly Foundation and did a little little bit of investigation online. Um, saw them, thought they were amazing, went and visited them. Um, had a chat to her, to Polisa, um, who's the founder and principal there.
1: And she sucked Uh, you in.
0: Oh, obvi- yes She is Immediately
1: But P- Palesa just. is like A diva of mm. notes Yes, yes and, um, Absolutely you, I, I mean I met her And we did that show With yes, her And yes. both Kerry and I Afterwards Were just left With our mouths Hanging open We Blown fell away. in love yeah. We fell in love
0: She's an amazing person Her staff is amazing They do amazing children The centre caters For children With um, severe disabilities yes. Um And they are In need of funds To secure Permanent premises For them For, for the centre to grow and but they do amazing work and i fell in love with them in the center and i've got a passion for disabled children i had one myself um and i decided to dedicate the hike to raise funds for the center
1: and how how long is the hike because i know nothing about it so you need you need to speak to me as if i'm a child
0: (laughs) the hike is uh, 256.6 kilometers which you hike in 10 days you sleep next to the road in tents, um, hmm. camping right next to the road in the on the reserve basically. Um, you've got a support team that goes with you. It's quite a um endurance trail um, you
1: you you said you had a support team did you have anybody else hiking with you or? yes
0: yes it's an organized hike, so the group was about sixty people um you register prior you've got to register about a year before you can actually oh, wow. do the hike it's very very popular um the support team is the organizers they does the organizing and they supply water and and dinner and and that kind of thing and they arrange with the farmers for the hikers to camp on on their premises and things like that um it's very much a soul-searching <laughs> event um, and not an easy task. It's it's really, really difficult to complete the full 10 days. Um, you can imagine we started in Calfinia in the Northern Cape. Um, wow. And you end up in Cirrus in the Western wow. Cape, um, and it's uh, you've got a, from that you've got two hundred and six kilometres, which is dirt road through the T- Tanqua Karoo. Um, for a lot of kilometres, you walk along the the border of the Tanqua National Park, um, and um, it's amazing experience though.
1: <laughs> I can I can only imagine. Yeah. I've done a bit of hiking, um, not much. I I got roped into climbing Kilimanjaro for charity and um, I'd never hiked before that. But hiking is, it's that experience that that sort of sucks you in and you, you get to spend a lot of time with yourself. Yes. And you get yes. a lot of time in your thoughts.
0: And with the Tanka Karoo, you've got all that open spaces mm. and you've got kilometers of what people would say nothing. But for me, it was actually a lot. I love the open spaces and, and rocks and, and I love the Karoo. So it was really for me um, a, a very spiritual experience as well, d- physically very difficult I ended up in hospital 10 days well, prior is, is the thing, <laughs> to right? the thing.
1: So you, you were supposed to be on our show before. You went on the hike and it was us and then we were busy and it was all just crazy. And then you landed up in hospital right before you had to go.
0: Yes, I had my gallbladder removed 10 days prior to the hike. So I started the hike with stitches. So the first four days was extremely difficult. I was in a lot of pain and I had I had to dig very deep for strength to just continue some days and That's just put the one foot. Yeah. So one, tough. Yeah, so one tough. Foot of, front of the others, but um thinking about the Queen Butterfly Foundation and what they mean and what Pelisa means to the children there, I just could not stop. <laughs> I had to complete it. And I'm very proud to say that I've actually hiked every single inch of that route. I didn't um, get onto the support vehicles at all. i finished Man, it. That is, that is
1: a great thing to take <laughs> uh-huh. with you. Obviously it was all about raising funds, so we're still raising funds, correct? Yes, we're yes. still raising funds. How do people, if they want to uh, follow the journey or, or throw money at you, how do they get involved?
0: Well, I've got a Facebook page, Hiking the tanqua Camino for Children with Disabilities. Um, A lot of photos on there of the hike, my story on what I've experienced on the hike. Then there's the Queen Butterfly Foundation. They've got a Facebook page and they can contact police on 72 Two double five nine. If they want to donate, we're still looking for donations. Well, then what
1: we'll do as well. I know Tyler's listening now, so we're going to give you lots of <laughs> lots of work for today. I think um, let's also put something up on Good Things Guy. I think it's important, mm. and if we can raise money for for an organisation like Palessa's Queen Butterfly that is looking after um, just severely disabled kids, um, it's just it's important.
0: That would be amazing. It is important that these kids has got nowhere else to go, and if you see the way they work with them. Mm. Mm-hmm. I had a beautiful email from one of the parents that told me how much it meant to her child to go to this center. The, the joy that her child actually, um, experienced every day at school. And if she, if she, if she doesn't go to school, the joy they just, stimula- disappears. I know they're stimulated.
2: Yes, and they're, they stimulated they yeah, by, yeah. you know, people that love them. Yes. And peers. Yeah. I think no, it's incredible. It's amazing. They it do really an amazing is.
0: job. Yeah. And and it's Im- important.
1: So we're going to put that all up online for you so that you can find out where to get involved. Um, thank you for being on the show. No, thank and Thank you, thank you for, you for what me. you do. Um, I want to hear about more of your hikes.
0: Oh, uh, no, sure. So <laughs> so <when> you- <laughs> Already planning the next one, but, but yes, thank you for having us and thank you for supporting the Queen Butterfly Foundation. We do. We, really we appreciate love, that. we love
1: the Queen Butterfly. This is the good stuff on Cliff Central and every week, um, we run out of time.
2: Yes, we do,
1: but not this week. Yay! Not this week. Kerry looks for the top five good trending news stories. Is that right? Good trending news stories. Uh,
2: trending good news stories.
1: Trending good news stories. <laughs> she. This is the only show in South Africa, the only show maybe in Africa yes. that has a top good news trending chart. Yes. Which yes. is rad, right?
2: I think it's super awesome. I
1: think it's super awesome, right, Kerry? If you can start us off uh, with number five.
2: A police officer in Cape Town spends his mornings doing the most phenomenal acts of kindness. A police officer in Cape Town spends his mornings before work cooking breakfast for the homeless in his surrounding areas using his own salary. Um, I'm just going to go through the stories and you can actually just, can they go and read or do you want me to go into it?
1: Well, I mean, we can talk a little bit about it. It's really yeah. the, the.
2: he has. I mean, we, you've done a story on him before. Uh, this
1: particular officer. So my my thing with this officer is, it, and Andrews why Smith. why the story is important yeah. is because police in South Africa get such a bad rep. They do. And if you our mainstream media or even on our social media, mm. if you see a policeman, I mean it's wrong. If a policeman is doing terrible things, yes, call yeah. them out for it. But the problem is, is that those stories will far outweigh mm. something that's good. Something that's, that's good in this world. Exactly. And here is a man that uses his own salary to feed other human beings for no other reason than it's just the right thing to do. That's and it. that is beautiful. That is in itself is beautiful. And that's why the story made it to number five because yeah. people are sharing it and they are speaking about it and it is beautiful. So it's incredible. if you want to see the photos, movie. if you want to, we will put that up online. We always do. Um, but if you want to see it, then go visit cliffcentral.com. Yes. What do we have at number four?
2: perspective is everything facts about success that every single person needs to read did you like this one yes I did and the reason I put it up is because I mean it is inspirational and if at this moment in time and in your life you're feeling a little bit down in the dumps this is really going to pick you up tell us about it because I don't want it. it's a collection of facts about incredibly successful people um, has been trending on social media and we believe everyone needs to read this inspiring information it's basically people that have...
1: But tell us the information. Okay. You're, you're, giving, you're giving me like half a story there. At age Don't two, give the no, whole story no, no, though. No, no, Just give no, like no. three lines.
2: Okay, I'm going to. So I'm going to give you the first three. Okay, it's inspirational. Okay. At age 23, Tina Fey was working at YMCA. At age 23, Oprah was fired from her first reporting job... At age 24, Stephen King was working as a janitor and living so in a trailer.
1: Why that's all important is because they're super successful people who, I mean, I, I was this morning, yes. every morning when I prep for the show, mm-hmm. I sit in, I sit in the lounge cause I'm a, a TV addict. I love knowing what's going Series. on. Series. And I had a cup of coffee. Yes. I was busy prepping for the show. And the next minute, I, I don't know, I flicked over and Ellen DeGeneres was on cause she's on. Twenty-four hours a day. Yeah. Like, whenever you put on TV, Ellen's on.
2: We love Ellen.
1: But it was her her show where she was celebrating the twentieth year, the second decade of her Ellen show yes. of coming out. Wow! But remember this? Yes. Not the not the talk show. No, the, her, the, Yeah. Her. Yeah, yeah. And Oprah was on. Um, on her couch. That's incredible. So Ellen was interviewing Oprah. I was like, this is an alternate universe. It's because Oprah used to be like the queen bee. Yes. Of the, now, Oprah, so at what age, what was she doing? 23?
2: Who, Oprah? Yeah, give me At 23, Oprah was fired from her first reporting job.
1: Fired from her first reporting at 23. job. 23. I'm guessing she's <laughs> about... What age? She's in her fifties. She's in her fifties. She owns her own television production house in the states. She's got her own channel called yes, OWN. Yeah. Um. And she's pumping out movies and
2: everything else. Like
1: <laughs> left to none. So just it's an inspirational article.
2: And it's basically whatever your dream is, it's never too late to achieve it.
1: Man, oh man, we're going to put that up online. What do we have at number three?
2: Twenty-three-year-old has become one of the youngest on the continent to achieve a PhD.
1: How is that possible?
2: <laughs> she's an incredibly talented 23-year-old Northwest University student and she's become one of the youngest on the continent to achieve a PhD. So she comes from... Um, what what was,
1: year did she leave school to get a PhD at 23?
2: Well, she was born in Zimbabwe and raised in Botswana before she moved to South Africa. And um, at the age of 16, that's she when started she matriculated. Univer-
1: yeah, she started university at the age yes, of 16. Yeah,
2: so that's given her... I mean, she she's had a three-year head start.
1: If you're listening right now, think about what you were doing at 16 because right. as sure as hell it wasn't studying and it wasn't going to university you were probably opening your parents liquor cabinets and having your first sip of alcohol or going clubbing or like not concentrating on university at 16 And she I had, know some 20 year olds that haven't even put their foot in university exactly I know completing some 30 year olds that haven't
2: You're completing a B-com by 20
1: really. That is incredible. She's a genius. Yes. She that is. You, so remember, what is her name? Mm, good job. And that's go a ahead. very funny name. <laughs> I'm going oh, she's going back to the article because we've lost the article, but I want you to remember this name when we eventually find it because you're going to hear more about this lady in the future. Yeah. We'll find it. We'll put it, uh, Kerry's lost it completely. Yeah, I have. That's actually. okay. We'll get back into that. What do we have at number two?
2: Okay. So we've got an update on the story. Okay. Um, the, the one that you were talking about earlier. social media came came together to help law student pay off her student loan and then some
1: and then some do you
2: want to know about the then we
1: do want to know about the then some so i started the show with the story about a law student who'd applied for a job as a cleaner because she couldn't pay off her flipping student loan Mm -hmm. um what all in, in the matter of two days yeah what happened
2: so the fifty three thousand rand goal was reached and surpassed so um the money will be used to pay off her current student loan and all the rest will be going to nisia to kick off her corporate life she's literally okay. they're
1: gonna go because uh, i'm 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 in it here. Yes. They're matching whatever they raise. Exactly. So if they raise fifty-three thousand rand, that means she's going to have one hundred and six thousand rand. So That's another it. fifty-three thousand rand to start whatever with, coming from a base of zero.
2: Zero, going into uh, actually coming from a cleaner. base of minus fifty-three.
1: Nothing. Yeah. So she's got she's got her student loan paid off, which means she's got her degree. Yes. She's got. 53,000 Rand to start her life with. Yes. And?
2: Through the article, she's also been offered a position at one of the top law firms in the country as well as somewhere to call home. So
1: she's got a house as well. Yes. This, in, in the matter of two days, when I said literally her life has changed, her life has changed.
2: And it's still, I mean, it's still growing. There's still people that want to support her in some other way. So it hasn't stopped.
1: Okay, but there's an important line that I put at the end of that article. And I said this, South Africans want to do good We want to see each other succeed And whenever called upon We always come together to help each other It's a matter of fact with South Africans I want to thank everybody For getting involved and for sharing the story And for helping out Even if it was just with 10 Rand Mm. But I want to implore you To continue the cycle of Ubuntu Wherever you are throughout your day Wherever you are Help another human being out If we all had that way of thinking yeah. South Africa would be a very different world it definitely would and the music is like yeah. silent moment um, what do we have at number one Was that number two
2: no, no we're going on number one now
1: okay can we have number one please
2: South Africa on its knees photos of the South Africans gathered in Bloemfontein for massive prayer meeting so Faith Like Potatoes is... Okay, I know
1: why you put this in here why? as one of the top stories. Tell me. First of all, it was a top story. Yes. So it got like 400,000 views or whatever it and was. And it's
2: growing but, every day. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because a lot of people wanted to see the photos. Yes. But more so, um, I'm a gay guy. Yes. And I wrote that story.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, the LGBTI community lambasted me. Yep. Like I was getting messages going, why do you support this oak? Like whatever his... Hate mail. He the point. He brought over 1.7 million people together to pray for the betterment of our country. That's it. I do not care what he has said in the past. I do not, I do not agree with what he believes because obviously my beliefs are different. Mm. But I believe in the greater good of doing good. And from what I understand, apparently at that prayer meeting, there were only good things that were prayed about only good things and I believe that is a source of goodness and I've well, said I've used the word good like 47 times in that one sentence
2: yes and that's the thing I mean he brought all of those people together and uh, if you have a look at you have a look at the farms you have a look at the people the people coming in and all the people that were just flocking to come and pray for our nation yes we had all of our marches and and you know everybody did at the, you know they they came together in their own way but this on its own that Angus I mean Angus Bachan came together and he was he was summoned on whatsapp um on a whatsapp group that some religious leader had to you know come to the table
1: well it wasn't also just about what he did in bloomfontein the rest of the country um whatever religion whether it was christianity exactly they all everybody got together and for one day they all thought for the betterment of the country and i think that's a cool story i think that's there's been a lot of controversy around it it's a controversial subject you it know, it was
2: that. incredible. Kerry incredible. likes, Kerry
1: likes being controversial yes. and throwing these things in. It there. was
2: incredible. You just have to go and have a look at the pictures and see all the people driving through there in the dark and the farms and everybody that came together. It was amazing.
1: Okay. Well, that's the good stuff for this week. I'm going to put all of those stories up online so that you can also hear about them and get involved and, and do all those great things. Um, can't believe the hour's over. That went quick. Very. Every week it's, it's quick, but we've had inspirational yes. guests on our show. We've got to speak about really incredible stories. Um, all of our guests information will be up online about an hour from now. And if you're listening on podcast and not live, then it's on live already. If you're on a podcast, all the information's <laughs> there. Cause that's, it's like, it's like magic. That's how it works. You've tuned into the good stuff on Cliff Central and we've spent the show chatting about a bunch of good things. The Good Stuff is proudly brought to you by Brand South Africa Play Your Part Initiative. Brand South Africa, inspiring new ways. I should do voiceover stuff.
2: Don't you already?
1: Yeah, I do. If you, if you want to play your part and get involved or know someone who does, visit www.brandsouthafrica.com. If you're playing your part in your community or know someone who is, let us know and they will get in touch. Uh, South Africa, inspiring New ways. Uh, I'm going to leave you with this. Every week, I leave you with a bit of a quote uh, that hopefully will get you through the day or the week. Um, I'm off to Turkey tomorrow, so really? I've got a one-day week this week. Today.
2: Are you excited?
1: Very. That's not my quote that I'm leaving you with, no. by the way. We need to stay motivated. We need to inspire others. We're in this together, and the only way we'll get through this is together. Life is short. Eat cake, run, drink, wine, and laugh. Turn up the music, tell the people you love what they mean to you. Live life to the fullest. My friend Haley Fenton from Red Bull, she put that up on her status the other day and I was like, that is beautiful. beautiful." Like I've carried that around with me for a week. Live life to the fullest because that's what matters. That's the good stuff for this week. Don't forget to tune in next week when you can get more of the good stuff. If you want any of the old shows, if you want to catch up on this show you can rewind because it's a podcast Um, or you can find everything all the information from our guests all the top stories of the week absolutely everything that we've done in the show today uh, will be on cliffcentral.com it's that easy that's where you can find us look for the good stuff in the motivational section yes last words care
2: thank you and have an amazing time in Turkey and a good week (laughs) I can't wait to see your videos
1: have a terrific Tuesday
3: cliffcentral.com